You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. Well, we don't exactly know what's going on in the Chicago Bears building in their facilities right now. But it's clear when it comes to drama, they've had some kind of culture issue with the Chicago Bears this year. As we know, Allen Williams, defensive coordinator, fired out the door. Nobody still knows what's going on there. There was reporting all over the place. There were FBI claims that raided his house. There was things, rumors around the office that that there was an investigation. Nobody knows exactly what what's happened. That still hasn't all came out. And then you have a situation where yes, yesterday David Walker got fired. Workplace behavior. Now, in case you haven't noticed, the Bears are a train wreck. They're two and six right now. Justin Fields is out. Yeah, Tyson Bajan has actually flashed. Um, but you're steamrolling through a season where you still, I guess you're going to have to just make a determination. Is it Justin Fields or are we drafting a quarterback? Because you're going to have a very high draft pick. And if you're, I mean, one could argue they should have drafted C.J. Stroud in this last draft and just washed their hands of it. And after Josh McDaniels got fired, a lot of people kind of started glancing in the direction of Matt Eberflus. I made a video the other day. There's been rumblings about Jim Harbaugh and the Chicago Bears. I don't know if that's going to happen. I mean, that Michigan situation, even I can say it's starting to look really badly. It is, but that's another video for a different day. Let's get to this, and then we'll get to... Ryan Poles coming out and making comments about Matt Eberflus's job because Eberflus got a dreaded vote of confidence, which sometimes is that vote you get right before you get voted off the island. Yeah, usually it's the owner, not the GM. But in this case, frankly, I'm not too sure I wouldn't fire both of them. I, I, I got to be real. I probably would clean house. Bears running backs coach David Walker fired over workplace behavior. Now, the only reason I'm covering this right now is because I think it ties to Matt Eberflus's job at this point. You know, honestly, what the hell's going on? Under his watch as a, you know, your coach and your quarterback are your CEOs of the team from a football standpoint. And it doesn't look good. Being a Bears assistant coach should come with a hazard warning. Bears fired running backs coach David Walker. Head coach Matt Eberflus announced Wednesday morning. By the way, I think they're sixth in the league in rushing. I mean, rushing-wise, they've shown a little promise. ESPN reported Chicago made this decision, quote, because of behavior in the workplace. What the hell? The 53-year-old has already been, quote, reprimanded by the Bears Human Resources Department in a second instance, resulted in his firing. As the head coach, we are building a program and standards to uphold as a staff and organization, both on and off the field. Those standards were not met, Eberflus told reporters. Walker, in his second season with the team, is the second assistant coach to lead the Bears midseason. 
joining former D.C. Alan Williams. Eberflus did not provide details regarding what specifically triggered this decision. Quote, it's disappointing from my vantage point, Eberflus said. We have a standard to uphold. When that standard is not met, we act. We act accordingly. And that's what we did today. Well, you better be worried because the next standard I'll be talking about is wins and losses. The 2023 season has been disastrous. For the 2-6 and six Bears, aside from their positioning for a great 2024 draft, draft picks, but the shuffling of coaches has been downright bizarre. Walker, a Rochester native who played for Syracuse, has 26 years of coaching experience, according to the team. He had the same role with Syracuse, Pittsburgh, that's in college, Colts, Lions, Bears produced the most rushing yards in franchise history last year. That's saying a lot when you consider it's the Bears, while also leading the NFL. This season, the Bears ranked sixth with 132.8 rushing yards per game while dealing with injuries to quarterback Justin Fields and starting running back Khalil Herbert. Assistant quarterbacks coach and wide receivers coach Omar Young is taking over from Walker. The standard has to be met, Eberflu says. When it is not, you make a decision. And we did that. It goes on to talk about the inappropriate behavior around Allen Williams, etc. So that leads us over to this. Ryan Poles has Matt Eberflus's back. Question is, after Josh McDaniels got fired, and we know that Ron Rivera's uh, seat is smoking hot right now. Smoking hot. Why in the hell isn't Matt Eberflus's seat hot? And Ryan Poles. Let's just be real. I mean, aren't we getting very close? I, I was looking at their the, the point diff. I mean, they're 50 points under right now. Literally, you're, you're 50 points under. You know, I mean, jeez, uh, points allowed versus, you know, points scored. That's not good. You're 50 full points behind in your games, two and six. It's not good. It's really not good. And I think the most concerning part is you don't know what your quarterback is. I mean, I think I know what he is, and I think he's not a starter in the NFL. Uh, But at the same time, you still have to wonder, you know, if if a Kyle Shanahan got a hold of him, Andy Reid, somebody like that. But I will point out a stat here in a minute that would make me worry. So here's Ryan Poles. He's commenting on the leadership skills and Matt Eberflus. Yeah, and I get the question. What I see on a, every every day where I see him address the team and I see his approach through adversity, it is stable, man. And I know in the outside world it doesn't look like that, and I know it looks like we're far away. But this dude comes in every day and just keeps chipping away. He has high integrity. The people that he brings in here, he's done the work to make sure that they're the people they're supposed to be. Again, we hold that standard. If it doesn't follow that and, and, and people aren't acting that way, they're not here. But the way that he holds holds everything down here is incredible for how loud it is, how tough it is. I mean, this team, you could watch them. They fight. I know this past weekend wasn't great. But you can't watch that team and be like, oh, they're going to fold. Most teams fold, and they're not folding. It's been hard. It's been really hard. 
especially from where we started last year, trying to build this and do it the right way. What I see from him on a daily basis and how he gets his team ready on a weekly basis, to me, I see a grown man that has leadership skills to get this thing out of the hole and into where it needs to be. Okay, I guess my question, and and we'll look at Justin Fields' stats here right quick, but uh, my question would be, does that guy just put off the aura of being a great leader himself? I'm talking about the general manager. He got up there. He seems to lack some confidence. Uh, he seems a little nervous. He understands the organization is is under a little fire. Um, I, I just can't. I, I don't even know if this guy's the right guy. And personally speaking, look, once a general manager hires one coach, if it doesn't work out, I'm I'm letting both parties go. Because not only did the head coach not work out, and he ought to be let go, but the guy that picked him, he's got to be let go too. Because odds are, usually you're talking about somebody's getting three years or so. Well, in this case, you, you, you usually have a quarterback tied in there too that didn't work out. So this is Justin Fields. Uh, this is his stats. And of the stats that would concern me the most, number one, he's only got eight more touchdowns than he does interceptions in his career. That worries me. I mean, I'm sorry, but by the third year, you should be something like two and a half to one. So if I'm looking into this, you ought to have something more in the range of like, you know, 15, 16, 17 touchdowns to six picks. No, it's not even close, right? Um. And the other thing that would get me is after this many games, and I'm looking at 31 games here, 31 games, he's 6-25, and 25, 6 wins and 25 losses, and he's only got a 60.1% completion percentage. And that's my number one statistic I'm going to look at is completion or completion percentage in this day and time in the NFL, and you guys heard me say it before, you ought to be throwing 65%. You know? They're not playing the same kind of defense they were playing in 2005 out there, or 1995 or 1985. I mean, it's skewed very heavily now towards the offense. They protect the quarterbacks. And the wide receivers are, and tight ends are allowed to run across the middle in a way that they just were not able to do 15 years ago and prior. Okay, so it's allowed things like completion percentage and passing yards to skyrocket. And I can't tell Justin Fields can do either of those things. And it's the job of the coach to develop that. Now, I'll give Ryan Poles this. Somehow, some way, he got some draft picks for Bryce Young. He got DJ Moore. I got to give him credit there because I don't think Carolina should have allowed that to happen. And he's got Cole Komet. But that's sort of an indictment of your quarterback because he's got real weapons and he still doesn't look that great. And don't give me the four touchdowns, one pick game that he had the other day because he threw for 51% completion percentage in that in that situation. I get it. Okay, you hit you threw some touchdowns, but you're still not completing, you know, 
six and a half to seven out of every ten passes. I mean, you're you're closer to six out of ten. Well, that one pass is a big damn difference in your NFL career, right? Uh, it's kind of the the same way that if you're playing baseball, if you go three for ten, you're making the Hall of Fame. You go two for ten, you know, you're you're stuck in double and triple A for fifteen years. Although I think a few more of those guys get to stick around now. You didn't used to if you batted 200, unless you were a catcher or a pitcher, you were hitting the bricks back to the minors. So anyway, tell me what you think. It's a wreck. Is there any institutional control with the Chicago Bears at all? Because I got to tell you, your D.C. had to be let go or, or resign or step out or whatever he had to do because of personal reasons. And then your running backs coach has a misconduct situation in the workplace. It's a lack of institutional control. Tell me what you think. Peace. I'm out. Till next. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports.